Hello, good afternoon, and welcome. I'm Spencer Carter, the Internet Shop Chat, with some great news. And this is breaking news to tell you. Bill Cosby's wrongful conviction has been overturned by the Pennsylvania Supreme Court, and Cosby will soon be a free man once again. This is a great day for America. Thank you, Lord. 2021 is already getting better. It's an annus marvelous, a wonderful year. Bill Cosby will be released from prison. And by the way, karma is a bitch, Gloria Allred and Lisa Bloom. Disgrace DA Kevin Steele and Judge O'Neill. And those lying bitches and those who set him up. Don't censor me. Don't censor me. Don't censor me. You weep what you sow. I'm glad Bill Cosby is going to be free. What are your reactions to this wonderful news? In closing, Bill Cosby is free. Cosby is free. Bill Cosby is free. Cosby is free. He's a free man once again, Bill Cosby. everybody and welcome to episode 79 take three <laughs> yeah yeah this I, is... I took this joke twice before but it's not really as much of a joke as an observation but i think he freestyled that with his heart oh the the little song at the end or just yeah, I everything don't think in he, general I don't yeah think that the... was just completely go- he was going off the cuff yeah 100%. i That's... i can't act shocked as i was the last time we tried to record but <laughs> Because it hits I was different, like, that's for sure. It hits I, different. I, I was like, you know, I should really vet the things that you send me before we just play them. Um, uh, but I yeah, mean, it was still... For, for people who don't know, this is like actually a triumphant return. Not not for Bill Cosby, but for Spencer Carter. I mean, I who, guess uh, technically kind of for Bill Cosby too. Well, yeah. <laughs> um, Spencer Carter is one of my favorite YouTubers who... Um, yeah, he he got off YouTube. He like rage quit because he hates Susan Susan Wojcicki so much. Who was that? Um, the CEO of YouTube. Yeah, he's like a <laughs> he's, he's like of... the he's like the pussy version of Nassim Akdam. I don't know who that is either. She like actually, she, you don't know who Nassim Akdam is? No. Oh my Should god! Should I? Yes, <laughs> she's the original girl boss. She was the blueprint. I thought that um, was the the woman who like invented nasty gal. She's Sophia Amoroso. She yes. wishes Sophia Amoroso <laughs> wishes she could be Nassim Akdam. No, she was this militant vegan, uh, who was upset that she got demonetized and she shot up the YouTube offices. The only oh. person who perished was unfortunately her. No, oh. as, as and I uh, don't say that like I'm upset that no one at YouTube <laughs> died. I mean like it's she. Gone but not forgotten. The brightest flames That's often burn the shortest. Yeah. <laughs> oh fuck. The world uh, was ready for her. Somehow we opened this one even even darker than the last. <laughs> Yeah, I mean that's just uh, where that's the where the world is right now, baby. Uh, it's true. It's uh it's been weird, but yeah. So uh, your internet has been non-existent. I'm gonna knock a little yeah, bit of it's wood because. Last time it's, we, it's, we made it 15 minutes in your internet, you just vanished. Yeah, it's 
it, it's getting to the point where I'm I'm weary. <laughs> I'm not even angry anymore. I'm just defeated. Yeah, I mean it's that's the joy. I watch TV in like a month. It's the just yeah. Kidding. That's like the whole like not oh true. you can <laughs> zoom to your you, you know you can just zoom to work and you can work from anywhere. And it's it's great until you realize that the infrastructure everywhere is not quite as good as <laughs> where I most businesses are located. Considering getting Starlink, cancel me. I know. I don't know what Starlink is. It's Elon Musk's internet. Oh, is it? It's, it's satellite, but it's like a. He wants to launch like twelve thousand satellites into orbit, and I think like historically, there's only ever been like. 11,000 in like the history of satellites <laughs> so I'm not really sure how that's gonna work but I can yeah. get that internet yeah I don't know it's I mean uh, internet might be the one thing I would trust Elon Musk with I wouldn't trust him with cars I, I'm not no, really they sure just burst into flames yeah <laughs> <laughs> oh my god and then i love that the the one guy who the tesla like spontaneously combusted he was a he was like an early investor or something mm -hmm. i i just like Very that funny. It, the car just like set itself on fire and then just continued to drive down the street with no one in it. <laughs> uh, oh, but yeah it's... as as some would say mood <laughs> well uh <laughs> I didn't even plan on talking about this, but since we got Elon Musk on the brain, uh, apparently Fort Lauderdale is like looking. Oh my God, you're giving Elon Musk brain? I'm giving him brain. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, so apparently the city of Fort Lauderdale is like looking into a proposal to like put one of his shitty, um, one of those shitty Tesla tunnel bullshits. <laughs> to like drive people from downtown Fort Lauderdale to the beach. <laughs> it's so fucking stupid. But okay, like uh that area of Florida specifically, it's like built on like limestone and silt. And it's like already below sea level. <laughs> and you're gonna fucking dig a goddamn tunnel to the beach. Especially when <sighs> like everything is collapsing there already. Oh yeah, after like a major uh, a major like catastrophic apartment building just collapsed Which no one is talking about weirdly enough like I, no one mentioned it i feel like there's a lot of people talking about it maybe i'm just not in the right uh, you circles. haven't been on the internet <laughs> I, yeah that's true <laughs> like i was um i was doing my workout tonight at the gym and i saw that it was it was like turning from a rescue mission into a recover mission and i was like oh that's that's not good. Oh, there's still like 150 people unaccounted for. It's insane. And it's been what, like a week? Yeah. Yeah. It's sad. it's terrible. <laughs> so yeah, let's build a, an underground tunnel so like we can shuttle let's, let's 12 people. Let's hire the same guy who <laughs> built that building. Let's Yeah, let's shuttle 12 people to the beach every day. Uh, yeah, so much has happened in like the two weeks we've been gone. People are clamoring for a new podcast. They're, I know. I they know. haven't it's, been mad at their computers in a while. And it's kind of good to be wanted. It is a little bit, but I've I've been just craving like, you know, a podcast. Yeah, just like you know, uh, cultivate some mystique. <laughs> I like that we got caught up, and then we immediately like fell off again. Oh yeah, absolutely. <laughs> we were like, but hey, yeah. the world is reopening. <laughs> we are well. We've we've been at it for a long time. We never stopped. But, you know, really. we it's it's been um, we're we're living in we're having a nice life. Yeah, sort of. Probably shouldn't be eating right now. Jesus Christ! <laughs> <laughs> yes, our our valiant return, and we're already fucking botching it. 
<laughs> oh man. Uh yeah, I mean, should we get into our our last two weeks, I guess? I barely remember what I did in general, but we can give it a yeah, shot. Yeah, I feel like they were like fairly uneventful. I um Well, it was like Fourth of July and yeah. the weekend before Fourth of July. <laughs> uh, yeah. Um Sorry, let me finish this pistachio. How about you start on your week? <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> what a goddamn mess. Uh yeah, I mean I, I feel like a lot of shit happened. Uh number one with a bullet though, I got a Roomba. I am so jealous. I got like a seven hundred like dollar. I, I like Roomba. I like the Robo Rocks though. I feel like I don't, they're what a the fuck better. is a Robo Rocks? I've been researching robots. I, I don't want technology in my house, but I also hate vacuuming. Yeah. And it's one of the worst chores. It's terrible. Um, but yeah, so I got like a $700 Roomba at the thrift store for $20. And it it's it's altered my life in in a, in a crazy way. Like I I heard this story. This like this was another like Reddit thing. There was a guy You're talking about dog I don't poop. Know, yeah. The dog poop Roomba incident. Yeah. Yeah, I don't have any dogs though, so yeah. no problem. But yeah, the, the, it will literally just like track dog shit around your house. And yeah, that it sounds awful. But I guess, could you get another Roomba and like put a mop on it? They do make a mopping Roomba <laughs> for people who have like specifically just hardwood floors and stuff. That's me. Well, you have rugs and shit. Yeah, that's true. I do have a lot of rugs. So and but so twenty dollar Roomba. It came with the fucking base station. It came with the cable. Uh, this one has Wi-Fi, so I can control it from my phone from anywhere. Nice. Uh, so I can turn it like on and off, and it like sends me alerts. And it's really funny because I named it, uh, I named it Your Robotic Son. So mm-hmm. every time it sends me an alert, it'll be like Your Robotic Son completed a job, or Which Your I ro- saw as an attack on the nuclear family. It is. I see uh, it as I'm. Lo- I lost my friend Dambasini to neoliberalism. <laughs> the uh yeah i'm out here buying soda streams i'm out here uh buying roombas i'm just tearing the whole system down everything everything the left has fought so hard for (laughs) but uh it's not my fault the left is for the nuclear family no but yeah i don't know uh these things have altered my life in ways that i couldn't can't even imagine i got my fucking giant liter of seltzer right here and it just like comes around the house with name. Uh, yeah, so my Roomba is called Your Robotic Son, and it will say, like, Your Robotic Son's encountered a dirt event. <laughs> or, Your Robotic Son is stuck. Please place your Robotic Son on a flat surface and hit restart. Your Robotic Son's starting to sound a little bit like a theater kid. I think I might need to bully him. Oh, man. Uh, I got I also, for- it is very progressive that you meet him a son and not a daughter. You know, it just felt right. No, you don't have a woman doing all the chores. That's true. <laughs> I have a, a little child slave instead. Uh, but it's funny. <laughs> I've, I've never felt more paternal in my life. And, and I have a niece. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> You're going to be like one of those people, like uh, like when women talk about their babies. And oh. then uh, people try to relate by talking about their dogs. <laughs> Yeah. You're gonna be like, well, my robotic son. Uh, yeah. So, and and it's really funny because my roommate you should take him to be christened. 
Just shake some holy water at it. <laughs> I'll uh, it I'll tape that. And dies. I'll tape that weird Catholic uh, fidget spinner thing to it. I don't think that's a fidget spinner. I know. I have no idea what it is. I don't know. But uh, yeah, and it's really funny too because my my roommate also developed like a paternal attachment to it. So we're you're like a you're like a blended family. We're co-parenting at the moment. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, so that was incredible. Um, huge come up though, twenty bucks for that on top of the ten dollar yeah, soda stream. Good. I'm fucking flying. Uh, You're like American pickers over here. <laughs> I really am, except I just never sell anything. I just buy things that make yeah. my life better. Um, yeah, I, mean, I feel I, like if you sold it, you'd be still losing money on it somehow. I I don't think it's possible. <laughs> It's it's worth a lot of money. They go for well, it's even yeah. now like five hundred and fifty bucks. Guess but the value of it's something I would never buy full price, like oh, ever. Yeah. I would never no think to should. spend that money on. Like I have a shark vacuum, and it's terrible. But I it's still Why like are vacuum I, so expensive. I think there's a lot of technology involved. Yeah, but the Roomba one, I gotta say, it, like disassembles really easily. Like all, it doesn't have like the bristles. It has like mm. it has like rubber ones, so it's super easy to pull them out and just like clean it. Everything, it's they really thought of it all. The new ones, this is the Roomba cast, everybody. The new Roombas have like their own dirt storage unit, so like it when it goes back to its home base, the base has like a bin that like sucks all the dirt out of the Roomba and wow. stores it for like sixty days or some shit. It's pretty. Have you ever seen those houses that have that like installed? Oh, a central vacuum system. I want that so. Those are really cool, but also like way unnecessary. (laughs) Because I want to do it and just have it shoot directly at my neighbor's house. (laughs) It just like forms a a hard ball and then fires like a like a softball at their house. Yeah. Uh. Yeah. No. My friends. My friends' parents' house had a central vacuuming system, and it's like literally installing an additional central air conditioning like system to your house like it has its own set of deck work like duct work and its yeah. own like thing in the basement and yeah it's just so you can like sweep your floors into like a corner under the counter <laughs> like i i want it I want it's it cool so to have no like absolutely it's a flex that's it's what it flex, is it's like but it's like it's such like a, a good flex like a 1960s flex yeah when they're like yeah why not just make the whole house a vacuum <laughs> yeah <laughs> but uh yeah it's i uh, i just i love the, the like the 50s and 60s technology yeah yeah you, and got, you got that you got the the thing that you like stand on and it just like jiggles your oh legs. we alex actually has one of those i made <laughs> of him of course alex has i one. <laughs> made him buy one at the at the uh english town what flea is it market. called i have no idea what it's actually called but there is a Let's picture see. of me using it at some point it's like in his um, living room because i don't even know like how to Okay. <laughs> fat Old jiggle device. Fat jiggling device. Let's see. I'm so curious. Um, I worked out on a 1950s fat jiggling machine, but that's not what it's called, right? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I'm trying to think of like a, like a. <laughs> it has like a weird 50s like name to it, like the Uncle it's Jiggle Dervish. <laughs> Wait, you can still buy one of these at Lowe's. What? I think that's what this is. A Mueller exercise belt. That sounds about right. 
vibrating exercise belt. Do vibrating exercise belts really work? Does it come with the motor and everything and the this pedestal stand? Yeah. Oh my god. How much is it? What's a new one go for these days? $269. Oh my god. You can't afford not to own one. Oh my god. Yeah, that's what it is. <gasps> Amazing. What if I just put one in every room of my house? <laughs> just advertise it on Airbnb. I don't really use it, but I just it's sweep everything piece. under it. I guarantee you Alex would sell it to you. You I could have a vintage really one. one. <laughs> I'll tell him to bring it to uh to our Labor Day skook trip. Isn't it big? It's not small. <laughs> he doesn't own a truck anymore either. So. <laughs> Since there's been such a like a weird uh, shortage of used cars, they mm. offered him like the same price he paid for his truck two years ago to buy it's it back. Pretty nice. So he he got like thirty six thousand dollars back for his truck. That's awesome. And now he's driving <laughs> a nineteen ninety nine Lexus. <laughs> I was put just the, like in his put backyard. The, put the thing in it and bring it to the scoop. I, I we we can bully him into it, I'm sure. <laughs> we've we've made him do a lot less. <laughs> but yeah, speaking of Alex, uh me, him, and Kevin, we all went. Uh sushi's back. All you can eat sushi is back from like the nice place in Princeton. So the, the last two Princeton. weekends in a row. When I'm home we just, again, can we go to Princeton? Yeah. Can we get all you can eat sushi? Wasn't the first time we ever hung out in Princeton? I think so. No. First time was in like the mall. We, we went to Quaker Bridge Mall for some reason. Yeah, we did. And then the second time you met Andrew. And I completely forgot that it was him. <laughs> yep. And I like I didn't realize it until like a few weeks ago. <laughs> yeah, we had him on the, on the podcast twice and he didn't even know you had met him previously. <laughs> I oh, just man. never saved in my phone. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, the... Uh, yeah, so I don't know. We... My friend had a birthday. We spent the weekend before the 4th of July, like, in a pool, uh, which felt really... F- oh, so goddamn hot. But I managed to, like, not get sunburn. Uh, I'm trying to think what the fuck else happened. So much fucking happened. I can't even... Like, my note... There's too many notes here to, like, actually parse them in a way that makes sense. Can you Charlie right now? Yeah, just hanging out. He's someone hit, Someone fucking hit my car. He's staring at you. With what? I'm assuming their car, <laughs> mm. but I noticed it uh, a couple weeks ago where my right front bumper was pushed in mm. and, uh, yeah, I don't know. I'm really fucking annoyed because I didn't know when it happened. It was me. It was, <laughs> it could have been. I came up there just to like bumper tap you and then I left. You know, I wouldn't be surprised. <clears throat> um, I've, I've probably done more deranged things before. That's true. Very true. Uh, I'm trying to think what else I got on this list. There's so many things. So many things happened. Uh, Fourth of July was pretty sick. Um, What'd you do? Kind of not much, but kind of like a lot at the same time. I I got back up in town on like Saturday afternoon and I'm like, all right, so I got to crank out a walk as one is to do. One of your famous ones. (laughs) My famous ones. Uh, And then, but it was like beautiful weather. Like Saturday was literally like 65 degrees. And I've reached the point in my, like, walking journey where... So I used to, like, be way out of shape. And, you know, I'd be hitting, like, 170 (laughs) BPM and just, like, really breaking a sweat and, like, really feeling it. And now my heart rate doesn't go above, like, 140 on, like, going uphill. But that means I'm not, like... You're going to come down here and do a hike with me, right? Yeah, sure. That's something we didn't do. I know. Well, we did climb all those stairs. 
And I'm way more in shape than I was in December. I run up and down those stairs like five times in a row. Nice. On weekends. I'm not going to do that, but I'll do one up, one down. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, no. One so down like, and one up. <laughs> maybe. Uh, no, I'm going to have to, like, come drag me back up. I'll, <laughs> we'll, like, airlift you to the <laughs> bottom. Yes. So you can go up and then go down and then we'll airlift you back to my house. Yeah, it's perfect. So, uh, yeah, it, so I went for a walk and it was super nice out and I didn't break a sweat, which was, you know me, un, un, almost unbelievable. And uh, I was like, you know, it's yeah, Saturday you, night. You're very sweaty. I need to, I should, I live downtown now. I'm a cosmopolitan. Downtown. I need to, I'll get, I'll go out for a drink. I'll come home. I'll change my shirt. I'll clean up a little bit and I'll get a drink. And I end up bumping into my friend Tony and his uh, <laughs> his girlfriend Gail and their friends were there at, at Pet Shop where I had my photo show last Wait, time. Wait, hot Tony? No, not, not Tony from, uh, not Brooklyn Tony. <laughs> <laughs> not Gold Tooth Tony. I do love him though. Um, but yeah, so uh, a different Italian Tony. So uh, Is there anyone who's not Italian named Tony? Probably not. Yeah, but they they, they they cornered that market. But yeah, no, it's, it's so it's like one of those deals where like, I didn't go out naming your child Gabagool. I didn't expect anything and ended up like having a good night on a whim. Mm-hmm. And then same deal, like Fourth of July, I went out, did my coffee walk, and they had a big thing downtown with like a night market and all kinds of food vendors and shit. So I'm like, you know, I go out for a walk, I go downtown for lunch, I eat some. All I wanted was a goddamn hot dog, and they had. Yeah, the- it was almost two two Fourth of Julys in a row that you didn't get a hot dog. I know it was terrible. It wasn't, and at this time I was not going to stand for it. But literally, like all the food stands downtown, there's no like normal food anymore. There's not. It's weird. It's it's like oh, I can get I I got a mozzarella, which is delicious. It's like cornbread discs with mozzarella um, wait, cheese a, inside. A mozzarella. It's called mozzarella. <laughs> yes. <laughs> 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 it's someone named no, Tony. No, really, what did you say? <laughs> it's someone named Tony who's a little pushy. Uh, <laughs> it's a mozzarella fest. No, mozzarella. Oh. So it's a like cornbread. Said, I really thought you said mozzarella fest, and I was like, oh, it's a mozzarella fest. <laughs> it's me. <laughs> oh man. So yeah. Uh, yeah. They they like Korean soul food. It, it's just stuff that doesn't make any fucking sense. They had, like cor- I hate a fusion. Like they had just corn let it dogs. Be. They had corn dogs, but they had like potatoes on the outside. That's ugh. it's bizarre. So my uh, I I went home and I, I tried to go to this place Healy's, which is like an old man bar on the corner who normally has hot dogs and shit, and uh, didn't have hot dogs either. Um, and then my friend who knows. <laughs> I love. You, uh, he's, you, he's a member of the hot dog consortium. They don't have hot dogs at Wawa like they do at Sheets, do they? Oh no, they have a Wawa hot dog. Mm. Wawa, Wawa, but I don't have Wawas near me up here. The closest oh. Wawa is like thirty minutes away. Wow. But I, I when so back in 2017, I think it was, uh, me and some fellow members of the hot dog consortium, we rented a <sighs> bus and went to eight different hot dog stands in New Jersey. And it was like literally one of the best Who days of my life. Who drove the bus? What? Who drove the bus? Uh, so there was a guy who lived around here who ran a company called JC Day Trippers. 
who bought a like a bought a decommissioned school bus and like outfitted it with speakers and Bluetooth and all kinds of shit. And he would drive people to the beach or drive people to AC. <laughs> and and like we rented him out. Like Matt, I don't know why, but I'm picturing him putting I mean, probably because I have rape on the mind. But <laughs> one of those like Matt Lauer rape buttons. <laughs> Do yes. you remember that? Yes. It, <laughs> there was a button where the door would lock behind automatically. With like close and locks. <laughs> yes. Um, but yeah, we rented we rented a bus to take us to like eight different famous hot dog stands in North Jersey. That's, and it was literally like, not even dream. lying one of the best summer days of my life. There's a place I really want to take you to down here. I purposely haven't gone because I know it won't be as good without you that's right it's called hillbilly hot dogs oh my god i want to go (laughs) that might be a reason to come back down it's like a in the part of west virginia that's like on the kentucky border um and also like kind of close i think maybe ohio is also not that far from it okay i don't know geography but it's like it's at least on the it's like right on the kentucky border interesting yeah, I'm always down for a fucking hot dog. But yeah. so my friend Mike. Uh, it's like two hours away. That's fine. It's <laughs> worth it. Uh, he sent me like a glizzy meme because I'd posted the uh, the Obama and the Joe Biden <laughs> glizzy gulper and the glizzy guzzler oh, yeah. memes. Yeah. And uh, I was like, yo, you would know out of anybody who the fuck, like where the fuck can I get a hot dog in this town? <clears throat> and he's like, dude, I'm grilling like two blocks from your house. Just come by. And sure enough, there was like literally like two dozen people standing around on a sidewalk around a grill in front of an art gallery, uh, like two blocks from my house. And uh, yeah, I just ended up hanging out there and seeing a bunch of people I hadn't seen in forever and (laughs) eating a ton of hot dogs. Imagine if you went through all this and then you were like, you know what? I'm feeling like a hamburger. They had hamburgers too. They had everything. It was great. It was a good time. They were yeah, I'm more steaks. like a hamburger girl than a hot dog girl. Uh, there's something so simplistic about a hot, like a hot dog, you know? But but a burger too. It's like, so it's... simple, but it's so complex. There's so much to it. Mm. It's a perfect food. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> <What> was... <laughs> who was the politician who was like, my favorite meat is hot dog? <laughs> <laughs> I forget what politician that was. <laughs> uh... I need to find uh, that. Probably, I, it's just like so, like one of the uh, Mitt Romney. Was it? Yeah, it was Mitt Romney. He's just like trying to act like a regular person. Yeah, he had, like, that's a right. It was, he was Mitt like, Romney's was, like, his favorite. He was meat like, is what do dog. people? <laughs> what do people like? Hot dogs. Oh man, uh, he's trying to be relatable. Before we get to your week, uh, we we talked about theater kids and how they must be put to death. And I think I found this yeah. TikTok that was going to be the cold open until you insisted on Spencer Carter. <sighs> So, uh, yeah, buckle your cringe seatbelts. Here are um, people who were born in 1996 determining whether they want to associate with Zoomers or Millennials. Wait, before you play that, can I just return to the Mitt Romney thing? Apparently, the full quote was, my favorite meat is hot dog. By the way, that is my favorite meat. (laughs) I love the repetitiveness. His software patch expires. That's what happened there. <laughs> He's running the beta. Yeah. Uh, um, here we go. I was born in 1996, and I need a generation that gets. Hey, you! Age of 
The bleakest ending they of all time. They never should have taught people what existentialism I, was. I want to say art is a mistake. Uh, yeah. <laughs> you know Very what? We true. haven't uh, we haven't said this in a while. Uh, that made me want to fire a gun at the moon. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No. Yeah. That's that's fair. Yeah. Uh, mm. Oh yeah. I guess I gotta say. Uh, so <laughs> funny enough, in the in the span of time that we haven't recorded this podcast mm-hmm. uh i not only like finished my book but they've actually finished printing and are here yeah, as of today. And it's looking so good uh, so i love that i did we didn't even get to yeah. announce my book which is like <laughs> the main point of this podcast is promotion at least in the eyes of my taxes um and <laughs> Not only did the book get you, finished. What do you write off? This for is this promotion, podcast? baby. This is promotion. Promotional material. Yeah, but what do you write off? We don't spend Oh, any I mean money I, on this. I paid for microphones, I paid for musical equipment, I paid for software. I didn't pay for software. Um <laughs> You know, it's, it's all promotional material. I'm gonna You should write I, it off like, yourself. Narked you to the IRS. Yeah, you did. You're a narc. <laughs> Uh, I like rip my mask off. <laughs> the IRS. That was the one thing. Was it Ted Cruz who wanted to disband the IRS? That was like the only good thing. Ted Cruz just came out as being a uh, hashtag free Britney. <laughs> I hate it so fucking much. <laughs> oh, it's all the fucking worst. But yeah, books are yeah. here. They look great. I'm trying to do like a actual release. Uh, so yeah, I guess. Well, we'll we'll get to that in plugs. But yeah. Uh, tell us about your week. Well, my burner account got permanently suspended from. <laughs> you didn't even tell me that. <laughs> Wait, your burner Instagram or your burner? My burner Twitter. You have a burner God. Twitter, or is that the one you've been? Oh no, I have a burner. You have a burner on top I've... of the other two. Well, yeah, I have the one that's like for work, and then I have the one that I'm getting like increasingly cocky on but then you're getting for way out of pocket on there <laughs> for a while i've had one that was truly unfiltered oh boy yeah and i got permanently suspended <laughs> um, um someone was just like what do straight people even do they don't even do anything they don't contribute and i said what about the perpetuation of our species and then i got I got Jesus the perma ban. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like that wouldn't get you perma ban, but <laughs> oh, it did. <laughs> it was homophobia. Apparently. Oh, you were you were all over saying some wild shit, even on your other account, getting in the random arguments. Oh yeah, about West Virginia, or was it something else? I don't. I can't even keep up anymore. So See, when it, I it can't, was the person who who was like another Trumper dead. Oh yeah, that was that was annoying. I had like pro Trumpers in my mentions for like four days straight. Ugh, sounds like my nightmare. Very annoying. It w- it was really because they think I'm on their side, and I'm like I'm not on your side. <laughs> I just am <laughs> not gonna celebrate someone dying. Yeah. Um, 
I'm not gonna like Charlotte Climber sip coffee. <laughs> yeah, it's <laughs> someone getting dead. Um, aside from that, I I had a friend from Charleston hit me up on Friday afternoon. I had zero plans, and she was like, "Are you gonna be in Fayetteville tonight?" And I was like, "Um, I wasn't planning on it, but are you gonna be there?" Um, and she was like, "Sure." And I was like, "Oh, what time?" Should I be there? And she's like, um, I'm going to like probably get there after nine, which I'm like, ooh. Yeah, that's late. Strike one. So you like that's also late. be like an hour and a half away. 40 minutes away. All right. Hour and a half round trip. But still, 40 <laughs> minutes is a lot. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm like, whatever. And I start getting ready. Um, I'm like, I don't even know what to wear. <laughs> um, But... I got dressed and uh, I was like just putting on my lip gloss about to step out the door and she was like full disclosure this is a regional hip hop show at a dive bar (laughs) (laughs) okay that's almost like when I got like like conned into going to that libertarian (laughs) but I, I told you I was like I I have to go to this like yeah. i have to there's no way i can't in the name of cringe i am duty bound so <laughs> you, you are a cringe magnet <laughs> um it was it wasn't as bad as i would have thought that west virginia hip-hop would be okay the bar was very weird like very weird vibes yeah i uh, can't imagine having what a, said that i'm definitely going back what a west virginia dive bar is like yeah 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 <laughs> it i mean there's not i will say this is going to come across as offensive and i don't mean it that way but there's not much difference between a regular west virginia bar and a west virginia that, dive that's bar. kind of what i was getting at. <laughs> yeah so um the difference is i oh my god i got so i paid for um my friend's drink another friend's drink i had two like middle shelf because that's really all they have there bourbons on the rocks and those four drinks along with a ten dollar tip was less than thirty dollars that kind of rips yeah i think that was that was like my two negronis uh and that was with my friend bartending (laughs) on saturday night yeah yeah no it's 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 new york is a sham um other than that i just had a I went to a cookout with a bunch of um, Middle Eastern and Mediterranean immigrants for 4th of July. Um, Nice. So while like white people were complaining and like making sure everyone on Twitter knows that they will not be eating a hot dog (laughs) on the 4th of July, (laughs) um, I was hanging out with immigrants who were like truly thankful to be here because they're like yeah my family literally got murdered for being Christians. yeah <laughs> so i was like oh, yeah yeah it hits a little different yeah, for sure yeah it hits different um yeah i had some really big uh really big um really good baba ganoush. <laughs> okay as you may know baba ganoush um and hummus and uh just a lot of good middle eastern food and a hamburger nice you've been you've been having some interesting run-ins with your your neighbors lately yeah you, so you, there was the, you made amends 
sort of, I with, guess, with the yeah, with, with the, the ones immediately the one digging next the holes. The, yeah, this is actually what I was getting at. Oh, okay. Um. So I came home from the cookout, probably like I don't know, nine thirty, maybe maybe closer to ten. Yeah, prime West Virginia hip hop hours. <laughs> prime West Virginia hip hop hours. Who up? Um. Yeah. So I saw this guy like aligning in almost like a perfect circle these cardboard boxes and i was like they were in my front yard so the field outside of my mm-hmm. house which, and i saw which, it in fairness is prime it's prime shooting off some fireworks land. it's not because first of all you don't do it in grass the grass had not been cut it was crazy uneven it was going to shoot directly at everyone's houses <laughs> if it fell over and then there's also a perfectly good parking lot like 50 yards further true just do it in the parking lot i guess that's what the other neighbors did the next day they did the big ones and they did it in the parking lot anyway so i am just filled with rage (laughs) and i'm like i have my baba ganoush i have my like prayer rope that they gifted me i have my like books and i'm like walking over with like this weird like stack of trinkets and uh i go over and i say what's that stuff out there and he was like "Ooh, fireworks i don't know what accent that was i'm not i can't do his accent so i'm not gonna try um because it was like west virginia but brain dead um yeah so uh so he is like um yeah and i was like what are you gonna do with them And he was like, I'm going to set him off. And I was like, no, you're not. And he was like, uh, he said something basically like, it's a free country. And I was like, no, it's my property. I don't want you to do that. And he was like, it's not all your property, lady. And I was like, yeah, it is. Mm -hmm. And uh, he was like, why didn't you tell me uh, while I was setting it up? And I was like, because I just got home. And it was like, he had no response to that. So I started walking away and I heard him call me a bitch under his breath. So I was like, yeah, sorry. Don't mean to be a bitch, but clean it up. Find somewhere else. I I love how defensive. So then they did it directly in front of their house on the easement, which is also still technically my property, but at least it's on gravel. Yeah. I love how you get so defensive of like West Virginia. And then at other times you're like these fucking brain dead hicks. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> well, they were like, I, I, the thing is, they're like, don't pick a fight with me. <laughs> like, don't do it. And I, I was like, I'd be cool if they were out there drinking. I'd be cool if they were out there like smoking weed. Yeah. Just don't light fireworks. I pay like $400 a month for my grass to look good. And if they've if they burn a hole in it i would be (laughs) so mad oh man yeah that's true the uh uh yeah i don't know it's fucking i'm over it yeah uh so one thing i've been meaning to bring up on the podcast so you you know it sounds I, like an intervention. Uh, no, it's it's more of an intervention for myself actually. Okay. <laughs> so uh, I I was recently. Sorry, I can't stop clicking my pen. I, I have like a lot of like I energy. I can hear right it. Now. You're so fidgety. <laughs> uh, ADHD baby. So I don't. I, 
I don't know where my vape is. Oh, here it is. It <laughs> help. Uh, so, you know, you know that I, the maybe the w- only thing of Gen Z that I can, like, I understand is 100 Gex, of all things. Can't really fuck Oh my with- god, I saw someone, someone made a 100 Gex joke today, and I forget what it was, but it made me think of you, because it was just, like, 100 Gex is modern, and then it was some band that was like a myspace band and i was like oh my god this is dampestini content and i completely forgot about oh, it oh man i'm curious what they're what oh, other band they're comparing it to. it wasn't a myspace band it was lmfao <laughs> I, maybe i don't know but, myspace era so one thing that uh i got turned on to recently was apparently are you familiar with farah abraham um she was for like the sake of the podcast i'm just gonna say no Oh, was well, she from Teen Mom? That was the te- it was she was Teen Mom, yeah. She was like on the sixteen and pregnant, and then became like she the was, Teen Mom. She was the titular Teen Mom. Yes, yes. And then she, <laughs> I think, she did porn at some point. <laughs> she did all kinds of stuff to stay relevant. The Teen Mom to porn to pipeline. musician timeline. Yes. Very, so well, I, I think yeah, musician it's, it's may have been common. first, or like second rather. But so. <laughs> you say it all came full circle so apparently she kind of predated hyperpop by like seven years so Mm -hmm. what happened was she recorded all of her vocals and just sent them to a producer who then just created everything around it that's awesome and it's and it's it's kind of being it was like universally panned like just destroyed but but was kind of lauded by musicians as being like an avant-garde piece of recorded music Mm. uh so i'll play you a little bit of it now it's truly it's it's pretty weird but here we go hey you called last night can you hear that yeah i can only put so much in a song i know no situation is ever the same I, like, listened to this album when I was getting my oil changed on my car, like, straight through. Cut off oxygen to my brain. <laughs> it kind of rips. I don't know. It kind of does. Like, yeah. That fucking weird ass slap, like wop 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 sim. Yes, it's very absurd. But like, there's songs on here that like this one's called Unplanned Parenthood, and there's like songs about like oh, baby. her baby daddy oh, dying. Baby. <laughs> Wait, did he? Replace yeah. the Canada and diapers with poppers and hearts. This Shh, don't don't let it get out. This song's called After Prom. And there's also a, a second album with the same art and the same title and everything, but has a 2016 date and a different track listing. And there's a song <laughs> called, like, Derek's Visitation. <laughs> this is, like, true transgressive art. It, it really is. Goodbye a lot before this. We've had so many goodbyes. Yet it's still hard to process its reality. You like, I want to hear the stems. Like, I want to hear what just the vocal track sounds like Our isolated. Because everything is cut and post. Like, every single thing. Alone. I'm sure it's 
sure he can find her on the internet like she literally it's it's almost like she recorded it like over like the phone in jail like those like, some of those hip hop records <laughs> <laughs> it's so weird but yeah it's all these like crazy she's, like, like in between like uh like she's like taking bathroom breaks while she's with her agent and she's like recording it in the yeah bathroom. like just just like literally speaking into voice memo and <laughs> just like sending like yeah, 30 second clips hobbling it together yeah oh man uh for some oh my god there's so there's been so much discourse that happened uh one i know that you have plenty to say about too though is holy shit did a lot of people tell on themselves by posting that goddamn like venmo instagram link in their stories we get it you're poor (laughs) just but then i had friends who i know make like more money than me and i saw that and i was like really it's so fucking tacky like i I just wanted to respond to all of them with the uh the paris hilton photo the stop being poor shirt photo (laughs) (laughs) but like yo i could i could use five hundred dollars who the fuck wouldn't couldn't use five hundred dollars but like i'm not not gonna gonna sell myself out for it some like, other companies advertising for them no like, not at all especially because if you're um, if i'm gonna be advertising for a company they better give me a whole lot more than 500 dollars. so this is something i've talked about before that's what i charge that's what was so funny was like influencer friends yeah i'm like kind of out of the game but at my peak i like 500 dollars was the minimum that i would charge to advertise for someone. yeah that's fair but literally like a good example and i'm, I'm very key like i'm very aware of this stuff because of what I do as a photographer. I remember my mom had a clip something out of like triple a magazine and they're like, they're having a travel photo contest winner gets a thousand dollars and like their photo published. And then you look at the fine print and it's like, Oh, and they also receive like full in perpetuity, like full rights grab of the image. And it's like, Oh, mm-hmm. like, yeah, this is disguised as a photo contest, but it's also them like only paying a thousand dollars for like a full rights grab of an image. <laughs> you know yep. which is less yep. than they would pay for an actual like stock image from like an advertising agency or something yeah so it's like oh no it's all kind of a it's a fucking work but the fucking yeah, like they they got millions of people oh millions to advertise of for them posted. for so many maybe five hundred dollars who knows if they even actually paid it out and who knows they they said they were giving out like it's like that damn red swimsuit i don't i you gotta explain to me the red <laughs> swimsuit photo so it was like the original like social media grift. They were like, if you just post this picture of this girl in this pool in this red swimsuit, we'll send you the swimsuit. <laughs> like, why did that many people want a swimsuit? I don't know. Like a very specific one too. Like, and a- the picture of that you're talking about, like it didn't even really show the swimsuit at all. Like, no, <laughs> it showed. It was just like-, like a very tan blonde woman. Yeah, uh, with a nice back. Yeah, it was like backless, it was a nice but back. you couldn't tell like what the front. Looked no, like. you had no idea. <laughs> uh, what if the 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 cut on the back on the like front was deeper than the back? <laughs> <laughs> what if it was like a, it's like a burkini in the front. Oh, backless party in, in the, the back. back. Yeah, bikini in the front, party in the back. Or what if, what if it said something like terribly racist on it? <laughs> Everyone just it gets just said like, I'm a broke bitch. <laughs> uh, it it has just like a. Did I show you the coexist logo? But instead, it was like, like the C was like the um, I forget what the C was. Oh, the 
Let's see if I can find it. And then like the O was like the Pepsi logo and the X was like a swastika. And oh my God. It was just like. I think I've seen it before. It was like the, the problematic. Yeah, here it is. The C. Oh, it's the, the C is like the, the crescent and star. <laughs> okay. Like Muslim. Uh, the O is the Pepsi logo. The E is the Internet Explorer. <laughs> <laughs> the X is a swastika. The I is like the IBM logo. The S is the the SS, and then the T is like the the Nazi cross. Jesus Christ! <laughs> oh man, uh, yeah, it's it's just it's fucking tacky as shit. Especially, and what's even worse is when people are like, "Well, why not?" Like they're like being like winky, self aware that they're like looking for money. I don't know. It's, yeah. But uh, and then and then like literally the next day, it happened all over again. Because Venmo did some, like, pay it forward campaign that I didn't even bother looking into. So just two full I days. Was like, I was like, they got you not once, but, but twice. twice. <laughs> and I'm like, yo, that social media uh, intern is, like, they better get a fucking raise. Because <laughs> uh, they knocked and it out of the like park. there was, a surprising lack of people shitting on it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And because everyone's just like, who doesn't like free money? It's like, it's not free. You're yeah. advertising for them. And here, yeah. here's where I got the fucking bone to pick to it. Oh, yeah. This is a classic watch the other hand scenario. Oh, by textbook. Textbook. So everyone, listen fucking closely. It's a fucking work. Because damn ears. they put out this huge campaign that got them all this attention and got all this like goodwill and whatever. And then they followed it up immediately with a bunch of charitable shit. And then secretly, in the other hand, uh, they rolled out a ton of new fees for freelancers and anyone providing services and kind of did like a PayPal thing. Well, I think Venmo technically is owned by PayPal, right? I think it's the same shit. No, I think it's different. No, I think it might be a Venmo property. Um, And so basically, yeah, if you're like doing services people can check off that like they're paying like let's say someone paid me for a photo shoot it is it's owned by paypal yeah i thought so so they they rolled out similar things like paypal has where if you're collecting money for a service or goods they'll take a fee out so they did all the shit and then they cracked down on people using it for enterprise purposes Mm -mm. uh which sucks it's shitty yeah and uh yeah it was a total absolutely watch the other hand shit so yeah like i said nothing's fucking free no one no capitalist company is going to be doing shit for just goodwill no absolutely never ever. it's like any fucking most charities even, out there even like, non-profits don't even like do that no for, like because because the in the end of the day those people want to have jobs yeah they, like, still they want to... job security <laughs> they're never gonna they're never gonna like solve the problem that they tried to do because there's no job security in that yeah no it's just like pharmaceutical companies like there's no actual profit in like like curing anything <laughs> Yeah. That's an end. That's like an end mm. uh, user product, you mm. know? COVID vaccine. Mm. Yep. Mm. You know, we'll see what happens when uh, we start needing to get booster shots. Yeah. Uh, you, you I'm mean trying to think you. what other things people are mad at. I'm thinking about. I uh, actually have. So there's some. Uh, I have like a, a shockingly vile take. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I'll put my hand over the air horn um, button. So. <laughs> 
There's a lot of um, anti-fat phobia in the world. I'm not sure if you've noticed this. Anti-fat phobia? Yeah. Okay. Like a like people fighting against fat phobia. Okay. Like uh for example, Norway just criminalized influencers retouching their photos and not disclosing them. Okay. But only in an ad, which is like it's like what's the point? <laughs> so like only if they're doing like advertisement or it's like a like they're being compensated somehow. But uh so going off of that, that happened one day. And then the next day, just like continuing this rage against diet culture, I guess, Pinterest banned diet adjacent ads, which I will not take the low hanging (laughs) fruit mean commentary there. So I'll let the audience make their own mean joke. Um, But I, I like, first of all, have to wonder why like corporatism is aligning itself with like anti diet rhetoric. Um, it's like, are they realizing that there's more money to be made in like not selling diet stuff and people just buying more I, or yeah. like, is it just sort of this, like another like push towards abolishing any sort of like accountability or like unspoken social contract about like whatever. But, um, my, my take, <laughs> this is often preamble to the take Okay, is that, um, so they push this like anti-diet culture thing and this whole like these are unrealistic standards sort of discourse but really it's like chicken or the egg are they unrealistic because they're unrealistic or is it unrealistic because they've been telling us for years and years that like we're beautiful and fine just the way we are which everyone knows is just something that ugly people say um (laughs) And if you hear a lie for long enough, you believe it. Um, but it's like become the monoculture. And I think we should talk about it. Like it, it's like become like a, like at first it was like, oh, body positivity for everyone. And then I kind of fell off because I would get called out for being too hot for the body positivity movement. So I was like, OK, well, I clearly don't have a place here. And now it's like. Even people who are slightly bigger than me are welcomed in the body positivity movement. And it's like, what is the end game here? Yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't get it. I, I, as a man, I don't have a horse in this race because as a man, we're allowed to just be fat fucking slobs and no one really gives a shit. <laughs> and that's my privilege. Uh, I've been very, working very hard to to not be a fat slob. Because it feels good, right? It does. I don't I, understand why anyone wouldn't want to feel good. I mean... That's what, like, shocks me. It's like, are I, you, like... I feel like... I, but I people know. feel good in different sizes. You know what I mean? Like, I, I, I understand where people who, you know, who it's hard for them to find clothing. I imagine that being very frustrating to, like, not be able to wear cute clothing as someone who's bigger. And I've definitely going to like tour it and they're like, oh, you like Mickey Mouse and cold shoulder. And <laughs> and that's the only option, you know, like that sucks. And that's that will probably do more for um, like getting people skinny than fat. Yeah. But like, I know like, there is also like a weird will. the world of like plus size modeling is also like a hyper toxic, <laughs> like almost more toxic than the world of like regular modeling. <laughs> oh, yeah. Where I mean, uh, I was always the token fat girl, but yeah. I was like a size eight, maybe. <laughs> 
the i mean i i've dated a couple plus size models before who were like kind of on that cusp of like like size 14 and there were times where they got like turned away from jobs for being like too skinny but they're also too big to like get a normal modeling job quote unquote normal uh and and it's like a hyper toxic industry where um this is after i was dating her but she started like exercising and working out and dropped some weight and then fell in the in-between no man's land zone of like too big to model too thin to plus size model they call us mid-size gals and then she's why i kind of stopped modeling and she dated an air force she married an air force guy so like truly the worst outcome possible (laughs) it's the it's the not skinny enough not fat enough to uh marrying a serviceman yeah and then the other uh the other plus size model I dated was kind of falling in that category a bit and she turned out to be racist. So, and then I went on a fourth date with her <laughs> after that. I found out. Um, I was like, just one more to find out. Uh, yeah. I, I don't know. I, that's like, st- it's an embryonic take. I got an embryonic. Yeah. Take, I, I think I it, guess. it, but I, I, I think it's like, I, I want to keep pulling on that string. Cause it's just like, why are we all of a sudden like why is this the thing i mean i why? i get it how like because here's the thing though i'm just so jaded and disillusioned that it sounds like it's good but i know it can't be because why why would it be like the discourse du jour that the the people the capitalists yeah are getting on board with i mean it's certainly it can't be good it's certainly well if it's a governmental thing that's slightly different than if it was like a corporation, because I know there's there's been plenty of like, Pinterest is not state owned media. There's oh well that's true, but no I think I mean there's been a number of but also like why are we all like abolish the police and then we're like yes let's criminalize people using Facetune like also I went on this rant on Instagram and it's just like you're like you're everyone knows like walls don't warp like that. Or that, like, yeah. you don't have, well, like, perfectly kind of the problem is, alien like, skin. A lot of that stuff has gotten too good. You know, like, you look at anyone, I mean, like, every, like, even the, the, like, Instagram filters that tell you, like, what kind of frog you are, like, still has some kind of weird facial adjustment attached to it, you know? Yeah, it's weird, but also, if you're gonna... Not to sound like a total like a like a libertarian cuck about this, but if you're gonna be like, yeah, uh, this image was altered, like, are you gonna have to do the same thing if you have like fillers and Botox and <laughs> that's that's a good like, point. Yeah, like, gotta, like a Analog. lip flip or whatever Analog. it's called. <laughs> yeah, tune. like it's just and like laws like this, this one in particular. I was reading a little bit about it. It was just worded very vaguely, and it's just like we should never. Even if it seems like it's for a good cause, we should never align ourselves and be happy when like purposely vague legislature is passed anywhere. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's just uh, it's. Yeah, it's definitely broad and it's definitely open for like abuse. Uh, but yeah, I think I, there's there's been a lot of like American fashion companies who are like, we don't, you know, alter our models or we don't airbrush our ads or whatever but anyone who's doing that again most likely has like a boardroom that crunched the numbers and they're like 
we have more people mad about this than we do people who don't care. So we're going to cater yeah, to whatever exactly. market is bigger because we're going to get yeah. like a 15% increase on like goodwill sales. So yeah. it's all fucking work. Again, it all comes yeah. back. We haven't had a good like it's a fucking work podcast in a minute. Yeah. But yo, it's, yeah, I, it's, it's always been like, a work. And, it's still a fucking work. Yeah. And part of it is too like this is a theme that's come up so much on this podcast, but if you're not being represented, you're being marketed to. Yeah, absolutely. And, and it's, and you're only being, you know what they probably did. They were like, they were like, Oh, uh, (laughs) athleisure for fat people is down. (laughs) Let's, uh, let's get Tess holiday on this. Oh man. Uh, (laughs) yeah. Remember when, um, Ashley Graham was like the big plus size model. No pun intended, but like, she's not even, she's like, too skinny to be the plus size model <laughs> like she's not yeah. even considered i don't know and no one can truly be happy about it again i'm no coming from a point of privilege because men don't have these you know beauty standards yeah. and i i do see a lot of it working in the photo world and working in the uh, fringes of the fashion world but there, there, there are. So I see it a lot, and I do know it is a problem for women mostly, but even some men. So I, I photograph a lot of people who aren't used to being in front of a camera, and mm-hmm. I would say now that I'm thinking about it, seventy-five, maybe conservatively sixty-five percent. No, I would actually say probably closer to like seventy percent of everyone who steps foot in front of my camera. Says, oh, you, you're going to Photoshop this, right? Yeah. Like, almost every... I would say it might even be more than 75%. Uh, so, a large majority of anyone who's getting their photo taken, who's a regular newbie, who is just getting family photos, or getting, like, real estate headshots, whatever they want, almost all of them say something kind of self-deprecating about, like, are you going to Photoshop this? Oh, you can you, like, make me look skinny? Can you, mm-hmm. like... I guess that's uh, yeah, my neck. I guess that's I guess that's the thing though is like we we've like villainized retouching photos. Um meanwhile I don't like, think we've we, villain I think they're trying to villainize. I think we've normalized to it too much. It. We've normalized it and we're trying to go in the other direction, but and that's kind of why for I like the sake of film. argument. Like it's Yeah, for the sake of argument, let's say that we've sort of like it's it's headed on the path of villain. Um, meanwhile, though, people are saying things like getting Botox is empowering and stuff like that. And it's like, I feel like that's a little bit of a double standard, especially because in the case of Botox, it's like a, it's like a very individual thing that you're doing for yourself. That's in no way good. And I would argue is detrimental for the collective. Yeah. It's, it's been weird. Like you can't be, you can't be weird about beauty standards and then be like, well, I'm doing this because uh, it's empowering. So it's like, okay, so wanting to be skinny is bad. Like not wanting forehead lines is commendable. I just don't understand these arbitrary I mean, lines. People just draw. love to pick and choose whatever Probably fits could their just narrative. Because I'm naturally hot. So <laughs> same. <laughs> uh, so really, it doesn't affect either of us. Um. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I think it is. It's. It's also very weird to me because I know people who are like in their early to mid twenties who are like getting Botox regularly. Oh, it's like such snake oil. 
Yeah, like but the whole the beauty skincare industry. But the fact that like okay, like so like in, it used to be like it's all snake oil. Oh, absolutely. But I, like thirty used to be the milestone of people like oh now I need to start getting Botox, but now yeah. it's like twenty, like because it's being marketed okay, so to people I had a so young that yeah, now like you turn like now turning twenty is like you're over the hill, and it's insane. I have a coworker, yeah, who is um she's younger than me. And she's been getting like preventative Botox yeah. probably for Insane. like she'd been getting it for like the last five years or the previous five years. And we went out one time and I got carded and she didn't, which I thought was awesome. <laughs> that is fine. Because she looked so much older than me because I'm just letting, I just drink water. Yeah. <laughs> like that's all you need. Just drink water. Don't hide from the sun, but don't so get too much head. of it. Get enough sleep. Yeah. Get, and uh, get a you're good. Yeah. <laughs> Getting a has taken years off my face. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So it's it's just I don't know. Everything's fucking dark. There's so much cringe to I get have to. A, speaking speaking of other cringe, uh, this is something I know we both want to talk about. Uh, Vice. <laughs> oh God. Are you talking about <laughs> the article? Okay. Wait. Actually, we can go in one of two directions. Do you want to have the the bread conversation or let's have the bread conversation first? I'm I'm not okay. familiar with the bread conversation, so I'm just gonna ask you a simple question. Um, when you go out to eat and they give bread for the table, uh huh. Oh, I when do when is know the you're appropriate? About. When is the appropriate time to? I gotta to spit off of this bread. too that we can get into. <laughs> um, because there's been some fucking bananas twitter takes lately um yeah. so yeah i but here okay so this is the kind of thing like the a woman a woman i guess um posited this she was like the group chat is arguing um and i it was so asinine that i was like she has to be shilling her only fans oh i'm sure and she wasn't she's just oh, doing she's this just for the sake psychotic. of doing it she, just, <laughs> she as no... the youth say she she woke up and chose violence <laughs> oh man yeah it it's it's almost now we're so used to people like just like slinging their shit that like there has to be an ulterior motive and it's like truly yeah. wild when no one is. Uh, it's it's refreshing, the but like in a, cringe. In a way. But okay, like, uh, so you know, Twitter kind of lost that when Donald Trump went away. Uh, so okay, when is the correct time to eat the bread, the free bread that's put on your table? Yeah, uh, I'm gonna say immediately. I will say I always wait for someone else to grab it first. Yeah, and usually um, it's me so grabbing it immediately. I'm, yeah. I, I just love that she was like, well, if you were that hungry, then you should have pre-gamed. <laughs> no, I'm hungry because I knew I was going to be getting some <laughs> fucking free bread. Like, yeah, I... Also, like, why wouldn't you dig into it when it's nice and warm? Yeah, like, who... Fresh bread, like, hot bread is, like, one of the simplest pleasures on the planet. Just, like, a nice, like, like, hot loaf with some butter. <laughs> Wait a second. This is so good. Um, so final results. Uh, 97.3% said, because, uh, okay, so she said, had this argument in a GC. I had to look that up, by the way. But I want to know the truth. Isn't it very tacky for someone to eat the free bread as soon as you get it? And 2.7% said yes, which I think might be within the margin of error. Uh, maybe, uh, yeah. Error. Margin of error. 
Um, 97.3% said no. I mean, it has 16.3 quote tweets and 2,671 <laughs> Oh my God. Yeah. It's like ratioed in record time. But, uh, yeah, what she said was, uh, you should wait five minutes before reaching for the bread. If you're that hungry, you should have had a pregame meal. Oh my God. Imagine and how then, many people uh, are like, literally going to set like a timer her, on their yeah. phone. She responded after that and said, I get it. Y'all are tacky and proud. Says someone who probably posted the Venmo link. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You got to eat the bread before your appetizer comes out. Yeah. Sometimes. The, okay. The only time I the will. The responses here are legendary. The though. only time I'll wait to eat the bread is if I know I have soup coming and I want to dip my bread in the soup. Yeah, yeah, that's that's important. I knew you'd have a good take on this. Wait. <laughs> Someone, <laughs> of course. I can't. In true Twitter fashion, someone said, I'm autistic and do not understand many of society's social rules. Why would I wait? What function does waiting five minutes or whatever serve? What is the purpose behind the wait? It's a good. It's a good question. And then, okay, so so we have ableism. Uh, are you ready for the classism? Okay. There's no real reason, love. It's an old rule from bourgeois class that made its way to pores via etiquette classes. Most folks never take slash care about because these super specific and asinine rules don't matter. Ninety percent of her survey agree. Eat your bread whenever you want to. Mm-hmm. Nice. I mean, that's uh, fair. Oh, we have a we have a bread waiting apologist snob here. The only rule, if you want to call it that, is courtesy. Just don't go reaching for it as the waiter is putting it down and smacking other people's hands away to grab yours. That wasn't even on the table in terms of like scenarios. Yeah, no one said that. <laughs> and then the uh uh the the autistic person said, "Oh, so it's all about superficial appearances rather than substantive character." True. Uh, so the other weird hot etiquette take on Twitter recently was a woman who was like, like coffee and like walking first dates are like hella whack, and it means like, oh yeah, it me- it, like it it shows me that you're not interested in like putting in the work into a relationship or something. So I don't remember Here's the exact the thing, take. Though, I I love some chivalry. I refuse to go on a date unless it's going to be a good one. Yeah. I, I think well, I think coffee and walk dates is for your 20s. I mean, I love a coffee and walk date. That started my last relationship was a nice coffee I and walk like date. A, what, what, okay. I want like a hold the door open for me, pick me up, put your coat over a puddle <laughs> so I can step over yeah, it. True psychotic behavior. The puddle <laughs> thing I never understood. What the fuck do you do with a wet jacket after? Like, what do you do with a wet, muddy jacket? You throw it away. <laughs> you just throw it in the trash. <laughs> a $300, make, you, like... So you make me step on it, and then you tell me to wear it, and it turns into some real kinky stuff. Oh, my stuff. God. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, I don't know. So if you take away coffee and walking from me, I got nothing left <laughs> in terms of my... That's the two things I do all the time. <laughs> But the uh, oh, there's a deer in my backyard right now. N- nice. 
Um, so yeah, but like coffee and walking is like, that's what I got. You know, I love a good fucking date, but in a lot of ways, I've never been on like a real date. That's insane. Like never once in my life. I'm like a a classic. I put together some great fucking dates. I'm a long date guy. Like I've gone on like eight hour dates, like three activity dates, four activity dates. Yeah. My, my last one, my last first date was like a all day romp yeah in the in the city and in the sheets so like the thing is so which is why i'm like i need to i need higher standards <laughs> there was someone in the comments of it who were like no like 90 percent of first dates don't go in a way that like you're feeling out the situation you're feeling out the chemistry you don't want to blow like like eating food in front of someone you're just meeting can be a weird vibe. A lot of people aren't comfortable with that. Like getting a coffee is like universally appreciated. Going for a walk is universally appreciated. You get to explore a neighborhood. You get to talk. That's actually really ableist for people with IBS oh God, who as soon you. as they have coffee, shit. they <laughs> shit their pants. <laughs> I'm trying to make a real point here. <laughs> uh, but no, it's like, uh, you know, it's, it's like a good way to like test someone's character and like, get a vibe for the chemistry because then you know how long like a coffee takes however long going for a walk can take as long as you want and then if the vibe is right you can choose to then go get a drink or you can choose to go grab food like there's expansions to that but like nice dinner somewhere that is food that's not weird to eat so no spaghetti (laughs) no pizza nothing handheld uh, yeah, uh, I mean, I've I've else. I've gone on some like pizza first dates, which is always good. So you do that, and then you get the coffee, and then you get a nightcap, and then you yeah. walk around. But I think I think a coffee date. first date is something that is just an easy way to test the water, without like, I mean, I I, I don't, I I guess I gotta start dating again, but like, the. I know people who are, this definitely couldn't be me, but people who do like multiple first dates a week is insane to me. Oh, that was me in New York and it could never be me ever again. I can't imagine. Like just the energy involved in that is so exhausting. But like if you're dropping like. Well, because I work in partnerships. So I would go from like talking to people all day to like talk to someone on a date. And then there was that one time I dared yawn and he thought I hated him and like. Still thinks you hate him. He's still, yeah. Well, here's a girlfriend and he'll send me messages every once in a while. Damn. So, yeah, it's. And I'm like, don't you have a girlfriend? And then he disappears. I like, I and like. And I think he like forgets. Yeah, I like, I like a coffee date because you can expand upon it if the vibe is good. Or, or it's an easy out if the vibe sucks. And you're not dropping like $60. I mean, 60 is not that much for a first date dinner. <laughs> it should be $60 a person. Okay. Well, we have different standards and we also make Mm -hmm. very different kinds of money. (laughs) As someone who's coming out of a pandemic where my job was illegal for a year. uh, Yeah. I don't know. It's a... But also you expect different things. I don't know. I... If someone expected that shit out of me, I probably wanna wouldn't want to date him anyway. Like, I have no problem spending money on somebody, but... Well, I guess that's the thing is like, I... It's like when people get mad about dudes on dating apps who have the picture of the fish. 
it's like okay he's not marketing to you move along yeah that is kind of like don't get mad like for someone like me like i love fishing so that's awesome yeah yeah it's It's like oh if you fish you know you're gonna have a fishing buddy or you know that like your man can provide for you if or or at the minimum it's like oh this person actually has interests yeah because like, <laughs> that's always the craziest thing too just consuming things there's there's been people i've gone on dates with who literally like their job is their only identity and all they do is yeah. is work or do like work related things and they're they're boring as shit um yeah and if you if you have a strong opinion about a man holding a fish like that's probably your only personality trait yeah um i guess this actually kind of rolls into i, I was kind of gonna save it but now we're we're this is an pretty easy transition i'm back on the dating apps it's it's time what is you doing it's a bleak scene it got you you showed me i've seen some truly i fringe godless shit on those apps i don't you showed me something that like no but the one that you did send me that (laughs) That one was too i had to because it was too far gone you need to you need to talk about that right now i need to pull it up i let me see if I send my screenshots because I, I, I try I not to it. screenshot shit because that's tacky too. Like I feel like someone's dating profile, there is like a hint of privacy there. Somewhat, yeah, but you're not outing the person. You're not. Oh, like, I know here's that, but it's like it. it's just like just a- like you said, people holding a fish. It's like here's people like someone they're trying to be vulnerable. You know. Here, okay. Here's a two truths and a lie. Okay, you did fine. <laughs> my parents died when I was 14, and then an urn emoji. <laughs> I love history, and I have a dog. <laughs> what if the lie is she had a dog? <laughs> well, actually, no. It would be more unhinged if the lie was that both her parents died when she was 14. <laughs> with with the urn, There's yeah. no good answer to it. There's no, no... yeah. All of it is unhinged. This has to be some kind of psyop. It's, it's remarkable, but uh, it's... Yeah, it's fucking bad. It almost made me oh like... Oh, my God. How many, like corny um uh like dc comic bros like a uh, red letter media dudes like uh i love red letter DMs, media like, uh, <laughs> bruce wayne i presume oh no i showed you red um, letter media <laughs> i saw i saw a really funny 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 uh tweet today and it had like a picture of them like you know all decked out in their like nerd cave and then a picture of Camille Paglia, and it was like people who think that the prequels are trash versus people who think the prequels are good. No oh, man, <laughs> I don't understand most. I just of that. love that it's canon that Paglia likes the prequels. I don't know who that is. Decidedly based. Who is it? Um, she's like a old school feminist who just hates everything. Oh, I don't. I think the prequels. Are, I, Star Wars can suck my dick. I hate Star Wars. It's so stupid. I love Star Wars. So shitty. Um. But yeah, so I'm back on the apps. Uh, it's a bleak fucking scene. Uh, I was doing really good, and then I like the thing that made me miss my ex the most was like realizing I like how bleak the dating world is. <laughs> and I'm like, it's I could have put up, with, and I swear it's gotten worse. Post I I could have put up with more abuse. Uh, <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's. I think it because be all of the. I think here's another like hot take. I think the the apps are probably really bad in New York right now because all like the sensible people got the hell out. True. Yeah. It's uh, it's just like a like an uh like a diaspora of intelligent yeah. people. In like the seven or eight months or so I've been off the apps, it's the UI has gotten so much worse. The UX is atrocious. 
there's like weird now like every fourth you swipe. said you can't swipe without like a viagra ad. yeah no every like fourth swipe is like a fucking blue chew ad and <laughs> speaking of which <laughs> our new sponsor have a nice life brought to you by <laughs> um just like it's a fucking dick pill ad or uh like some weird website that like you accidentally click and it opens up a new window and then it like tells me I only have like two like the mobile game like two articles left to read on like an ad that I clicked it's it's uh but yeah and then uh like okay cupid now has like ads that you have to watch when it pops up and now like you can only get a certain amount of likes before like it locks you out for 24 hours oh hinge is like that too hinge has some like restrictions too not that I like go through. I'm very selective with who I like. It's it's but it's the apps are bleak they're because so they're literally bad. like monetizing. They're well, they're the most. They're gamifying like primal. They're gamifying, but they're also monetizing. Yeah, the most like primal human instinct to like mate. Yeah. Oh yeah. It's so bizarre. They're like. Well, it. I I hate the apps. And this is me being a, a modern man, I suppose, in the sense that it's like I don't like the idea of like shopping for a partner. Like it feels no, because it gross creates like um, it like almost creates this like like it's like scarcity mentality, and then when people are like thrown into a situation where they're not scarce anymore, but they still have it. Mm-hmm. It's like that because you're just like, oh, I have to hoard all these matches and yeah. I have to like, I can't stop swiping because I need to figure out what else is out there. Yeah. I, yeah. I hate that. It's evil. I hate it's the like idea. A, like I said, I hate the feeling of a commodification or like shopping for someone. Uh, I hate the idea of like, oh, I swiped past my potential soulmate and I'll never get them back again. Like, it's just so stupid to me. I'm like, I don't want an algorithm to be in charge of anything. Yeah. I'm already matching. Let alone with like the people future father of my children. That's how I feel. About I have apps. like, and that's how I think everyone should feel about. There's the a couple people that I matched with like last summer who like never responded to their, my messages and then rematched with me now and are still yeah, not responding stupid. to my message. It's like, what the fuck is it's, going on? It's stupid. I, 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 I hate, hate it so much. Everyone, if you're on the apps, get off it's, them. It's like a, get off the apps. It's like a terrible like time suck and serotonin booster. There's never going to be as many people out as there are right now because everyone's like enjoying it yeah. after being inside for so long. So just go out. Yeah. Someone, I think I might like, be in a, become a, I might become a going out guy. But yeah. At night? Maybe at night. That's the time most people are out, it seems. But well, I could stay out later now because my commute home is so much shorter. I've yeah, now become true. like the guy who's closest to home. Uh, when I was out on Saturday, they all had to get in their cars and drive away, and I got to walk four blocks. Nice. It was. It's the best feeling. It's so fucking good. So yeah, I mean, I am at like I'm looking the best I've looked in a while. I'm living in a place where like the bars are literally like a few blocks away. Mm-hmm. Like I can be out mingling you know Oot in a boot Oot in a boot but yeah it's a uh, oh. the apps oh so one thing i've noticed with the apps is like each app has a different like clientele of people that's really weird like like bumble i almost never have any luck on because i don't know it's just it's all girl bosses it's full of real estate agents and like pharmaceutical reps like top to bottom yeah. 
Uh, <laughs> oh my god, it's so... Another thing that really sucks since the last time I was on the app is uh, there's, like, I've, I'm vaccinated stickers that go on your profile. Ugh. And you, like, can't avoid it. We're like, living in a hell world, like, truly. They ask you if you've been vaccinated or not, and, like, it, like the only answers are, like, yes and no. And it goes on your profile with, like, a sticker that, of, like, a Band-Aid. I hate that so much. And, uh... Like, mind your own business. And and there's also a lot of cringy photos of people with, like, a Band-Aid on their arm as, like, one of their photos. Oh, speaking of which, did you see what I posted on our account yesterday? Under the It was one of the things under the Dr. Fauci hashtag. Someone was like... When my 12-year-old got fully vaccinated, oh, she baked us a cake to celebrate. And it was the most... Unhinged. It was it was very unhinged. It was like Spencer Carter smile levels of unhinged. They had like the bandages made of like fondant. And it had like a little red like oh, blood man. speck on it. Yeah. Oh. Uh, yeah. There's just needles strewn <sighs> about. It's like so... shitty needles. It was... Yeah, so people got Band-Aid really photos on their shit. It's really cringy. Um, everyone has, like, weird exotic vacation photos that you know now are, like, over a year and a half old, you know? Yeah, yeah. Uh, but, like, I don't... What the fuck is the deal with, like, every single woman, they're, they're just, like, in Peru for some reason. Like, everyone is, like, on the coast of Mykonos or, like... A bungee jumping in fucking Venezuela. <laughs> like everyone like I want a picture of someone who was like they're at like a, a gas station in like Ohio or something. Like that's more interesting. They're at Italy. Or like even just like Virginia, in the fucking Italy. woods. Like why can't you be like in Maine or something? You know? I want some domestic photos. <laughs> I'm a simple man. Uh yeah. Another one that was really fucking funny. This is a specific instance. This is on Tinder. Tinder is the Wild West. Hinge, I think I have the best luck on because it has like a nice like equal display of like photos versus personality. Uh-huh. And I feel like it does a better job of like matching me with like my Here's peers. The thing, though. I feel like all the other personas have another account on Tinder as like the the like contingency account. Oh, I'm seeing like the same people across like four platforms. Yeah. But there there's yeah. some overlap for sure, but there is some like dedicated like like Tinder's got some weird fucking freaks on there. Um, my favorite one, this is my favorite combo of of things I saw. I should have fucking screenshotted it, but it was like too bleak to like exist in a permanence of any sort. <laughs> uh, it was a white woman with dreads, and the only yes. thing in her profile just said, "Don't waste my time." <laughs> you know what? I love that. <laughs> that combo. That's great. Good for her. That combo like, honestly, good for her. That combo broke my brain. <laughs> I, like, you know what they there's hate to no see way a girl you're busy. boss winning there's no way you're busy yeah. <laughs> they hate to see a girl boss winning that's what I have to say to her <laughs> it's just so don't waste my time <laughs> but yeah I don't know it's all fucking bad so look forward to that's like West Virginia levels yeah it, it's a wild scene should we should we get into some questions no I want to talk about this vice thing oh my God, we didn't even get to, this is an extra bloated episode Oh god, this is yeah, we have a lot to catch up on. A lot it's of true, discourse. it's true. This one speaking of things breaking our brains, this broke my brain. This is rough. I I really thought that this was a uh onion article. I thought that this was like a I thought this was the Babylon Bee. <laughs> it, like it's so bad. It like it's like almost too on the nose for the onion. Uh 
Vice News. New reporters who survived the deadly Capitol riot are still struggling. Some won't go back into the building. Many have sought therapy to deal with trauma. Many still aren't sleeping well. Oh, man. I love a... What is that guy? That that guy's from a podcast, right? Caleb. Oh, uh, Caleb Pitts. Yeah, he's from a podcast about list. Yeah, he was like, oh, I I didn't think there were any survivors. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's, there's they were getting torn apart, but some of the quotes are just insane it's in so this article. Bad. It's oh, you read the article, hey? No, I didn't actually. But the, oh. they like Vice for some reason released this article with like like eight different like a thread, thread with all different of, pull yeah, quotes. I guess because they wanted it to go viral, they wanted people to quote. Uh, yeah, they they worked on this for the last six months. Uh, yeah, it's eerily. Back- wait, wait, wait. Oh. <laughs> Wait, read yours and then I'll read mine. It's eerily back to normal, but sometimes it feels like one of those horror movies, like the end of Jaws. Everything feels copacetic on the beach, but you wonder if there's anything out there. <laughs> like, I I have a real uh, hot take on this, which is rare I, for me to be the hot take one. I mean, we've we've had a hot take since the beginning, which is that it was it, it was it, since January sixth. It's been funny. <laughs> True. Like Truly. it's I'm tired of everyone pretending it's not funny. Um. <laughs> Before you get to that, I just want to... I have two more quotes. Okay. Um, actually, I'll just do one. Uh, it's my office, the building I love most in the fucking world. This one's insane. <laughs> I used to call the Capitol my girlfriend. I've <laughs> devoted 15 years of my goddamn life to that building, said a freelance reporter, Matt Laszlo, choking up. Now, I don't even want to be there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no one wants like, to be in the what? office. You, because you clearly didn't have any issues before, <laughs> before January sixth. Oh my it's god! It's like that the the chicken nuggets is my family. <laughs> Same energy. What are you sending me? It says potential security issues. Oh, it's a very <laughs> important photo. I just sent you. Okay, let's see. <laughs> <laughs> that picture so much i so what i think is even better is the guy in the background <laughs> like literally looks like he's dying yeah it's it's really good i love it oh uh, it's just like, what is that like it, like what is that weird that weird thing? like breathing apparatus they put on all the <laughs> all the senators uh yeah what it was, was so- like it's just so bad it's so bad so I remember when it happened, my dad and I were texting each other and we were cracking up and my mom was like, this does not represent us. <laughs> she was like, she was genuinely upset about it. Ugh. Yeah, it's God. it's uh, it's just so like, OK, my hot take on this is. Yo, people are getting fucking shot up in, in malls and schools and movie theaters yeah and you're afraid to go back to like what is now especially now like one of the most secure buildings in the country <laughs> like i yeah because aoc misdefended i was i was, was like, in defend, de- uh, de- defund the police I was, until yeah. it's for me and then she voted to increase capital police funding I, even against the squad yeah i the squad didn't want it i was in dc like did. four or five weeks ago and you couldn't get near fucking any government building <laughs> 
anywhere. You couldn't get anywhere. The the White House itself has like also, six fences like in front of it. There's like real journalists who cover war and stuff. Like and they make it back just fine. Yeah, yeah. Like you you watch some people like benefit like a, they're, take a, they're getting take beheaded. a tour of the building. <laughs> they're being beheaded like, in the Middle East and they're still showing up yeah. for work. Yeah, like uh there's it was just people with flags. Yeah, Robert Kappa fucking was on a on a boat in D-Day. Like, come on. <laughs> five, five, five. Come on. Yeah. Fred Astaire did it backwards yeah. and on roller skates. Come on. <laughs> it's just so <laughs> bizarre to me that pe- people still have, like, a big thing about January 6th. Like, people act like it's 9-11. Yeah. Yeah. And nothing happened. I, everyone, like, everyone just kind of bumbled around. <laughs> well, a cop shot someone and killed them. Yeah. And people are like, she deserved it. And because of some weird law, like, they still can't disclose the cop's identity. <laughs> I don't know. It's it's all bad. Can we get in some questions now bad. to lighten things up? Yeah. I got to find them. They're, for, they're from so long ago. Yeah, I know. I need to find mine, too. <laughs> oh, let's see. I have that Farrah Abraham song stuck in my head now. I don't remember what picture I used to post it. Um, um I can I can start it. Uh, oh, we didn't even get to talk about this. But uh, what was the cringiest oh, I- of the IKEA couches? Oh, someone said best IKEA pride couch. So I guess we'll give our best and worst. Okay. I mean, just because of uh, the legend, I'm gonna say the best and the worst was the bisexual. The bisexual one was insane. Nobody believes you. And then just like the people, (laughs) the people that were like defending the bisexual Ikea sofa. Imagine, imagine like a year ago, (laughs) us, even six months ago, the words defending the Ikea bisexual love seat. Oh, man. The thing is, I can't imagine anyone putting one of the, like any of those couches in their house. Well, it was art. Yeah. It was like like the only one. The Okay. To really take a but step you know, back and look you at the- know there's a bunch of art kids that are DIYing their sofas to be like that. So just to take a, a step back and like look at the big picture of it, can we just talk about how funny it is that they called it like the IKEA love seat collection? <laughs> yeah. It's so fucking yeah. bad. It's just all insane. Like the one that had the flowers on it was like the least offensive. Outside I of think like, it might have been the best Pride Month. Well, th- there was no that. like standard gay couch either. Yeah, that was the most. Katie Herzog from Blocked and Reported pointed that out, and there I was, was like, well, two, there was two like transgender a- couches, but there was no <laughs> there just was a straight up two spirit couch. Yeah, <laughs> I had to look up what that was, and I'm still not really. I think because sure. it was I, it was IKEA Canada. Oh, okay. so they had like an indigenous person. Okay, yeah, um, that makes sense. But yeah, I was like, why? Like that actually says a lot about like the the privilege of gay men. Oh, I almost said straight gay men. Straight gay men, because <laughs> that's how a straight that's forward like how people gay think man. of them now. Yeah. yeah, like they're just they're just like it's like watered down straight at this point. There, we all exist on a spectrum, you know. Yeah. The, but yeah, I thought that was very, very, very funny. I want to know why there's no sapiosexual <laughs> couch <laughs> or like a demisexual couch. Oh my god! It's like the asexual couch, but it says like, "But I'd like to get to know you first. Yeah, I like how the non-binary couch there was like a like light bondaged 
Did you notice that on the non-binary couch? I don't know. It's it's bad. I can't imagine anyone. Once again, it, this is like art kids are one step off of theater kids. <laughs> I I love my favorite people, uh, like LGBT people, are like the ones who are just like, yeah, like we don't need this much representation. We just kind of want to live our lives. <laughs> yep. Uh, it's it's yeah. We just we we don't want this much attention. We just want to exist. Like thanks. Um. Favorite toy as a child. Nibbles. Oh, that's nibble right. stable. Did you ever get the magnetic <laughs> apple for it? No. Oh, you need the magnetic apple. I need the apple. Uh, and I need the stable. Yeah, I think that's a good question. I'm trying to... Oh, well... I mean, not counting, like, childhood stuffed animals. Uh, oh, yeah. That's like, a, that's, like, a whole different I thing. had a... <laughs> I think I still have it, actually. I have... Um, it's like a beret, like a forty-five caliber, like Beretta service pistol, uh, <laughs> toy. It's very Italian of you, <laughs> yeah, for real. Uh, toy. It's like in like desert camo, and I like I remember buying it from Toys R Us. And every time you pull the trigger, like the slide actually goes back and makes like a banging, <laughs> like a noise. It's pretty sick. And it's I still have it, uh, but that thing I used to take it everywhere. Like that was a wild thing you could do as a kid. <laughs> Just carry a gun. Yeah, before 9-11. Yeah, oh, it's so different before 9-11. Now, you know, yeah. fucking cops are shooting kids for candy bars and shit. And I was just walking around with a fucking like, gun in my Oshkosh overalls. Pretty cool kid. It's like this... We we talk about this Oshkosh bagosh at like a alarming frequency. Just like just some good. Like, I can think of three specific times. Just some corduroy pants with like elastic cuffs on the bottom. Just real classy oh, shit. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, speaking of classy shit, this is a question that's better suited for you than for me because oh. my answer is simply no. Okay. The question is best jarred marinara sauce. Ooh, that is a good question. Uh. <laughs> I feel like we've gotten this question before, actually. We have. Uh, my yeah. answer may have changed. I mean, a classic is the Rayos. I like a just good Rayos classic marinara. Um, I've actually been enjoying, and I know this goes against everything you believe, Erica, but there is a Trader Joe's Bolognese-style marinara sauce. Is it Trader Joe's or is it Trader Giuseppe's? <laughs> it's Trader Giuseppe's. <laughs> Uh, but it's, it's, it's just like a, a standard meat sauce marinara, but it actually has like a good meat flavor to it, which I think is not Wait, always easy to find. if it's, it has meat in it, it's not marinara. I know, but it's bolognese style, <laughs> but it's still but it's very still much a marinara. red sauce. Yeah, but isn't marinara like a meat free sauce? I mean, you can get a marinara meat sauce. No, because then it's not. It, then it's a meat sauce. I don't know. I, I'm not Trader Giuseppe. <laughs> I, it's also very much not a bolognese either. <laughs> it doesn't have carrots and shit in it. Uh, but it's tasty. Yeah, bolognese isn't a red sauce. It's not. It's like an orange sauce. It's more of a yeah. coating. It's a noodle coating. <laughs> yeah, it's more of like a stroganoff. I told you you were going to be mad about it. Yeah, but, I don't want to talk about this question. Anymore. Yeah, but it's it's got good flavor, and that's really all I can ask for. Um, that's that's my current. Yeah. Uh, the the Arabiata is not too bad either. Yeah. All right. Uh, this is. I feel like we. This has already come and gone in terms of the Twitter sphere. But uh, breedable or submissive? Yeah, choose one. 
hate this. I'm just going to answer no. Like, I don't care. Yeah, I'm like, going to say no to either of those things. I don't Yeah, I don't, I don't bring power I dynamics. I that's between me and my, my partner. I don't have a... <laughs> like, you don't get to know that. I have a Roomba. I don't need a child. Yeah. Uh, and also, I don't bring... I'm not a big if power... If you really do want to... If you want to know, I am infertile. So, <laughs> fuck you for asking that question, honestly. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm really mad. I'm actually very mad now. I'm not a big uh, power dynamics in the bedroom kind of guy. So, yeah. Also, it's really fucking rude to ask women about. Well, there was that whole. Uh, I know, I know, but it's still like you don't ask that. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm moving on. Okay. Before I say something really mean, <laughs> um, how not to hate the corporate world. <laughs> <laughs> um uh don't get a corporate job yeah I'll honestly say, I, that's kind of like that's my that's my response i mean how not you know? to hate the corporate world in terms of i'm hating the corporate world from outside of the corporate world i mean yeah i think that you should hate it yeah but i think that if you hate it so much that you can't have a corporate job then work at a startup uh i would say anything pre series c is probably good and not too corporate i'd say between like c and d is where it starts getting a little corporatized uh but yeah uh just corporations let yourself hate them they're they're terrible yeah uh and yeah i mean i work for myself (laughs) so i uh yeah yeah, and i'm not incorporated either so it's Mm -hmm. uh yeah i don't know if you don't like it don't i don't know start your own business it's it's not easy and it sucks but it's also better than you get less money but you have to you don't have to it's less soul sucking which i think is Mm -hmm. priceless at least for me i can't fucking imagine like working in an office or anything like that i i can't do it especially at this point now doing like what i've done for like 12 years now or so yeah uh i'm very fortunate that i'm able to do it and i i don't forget that but yeah i fuck working for like other people i don't know I mean, I love my job. Yeah. Um, we're at, we're like a pre-Series A company, though, so it's kind of the Wild West in a lot of ways. Yeah. Um. So. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Uh, just, I don't know. Do your own shit. If you hate it, work somewhere else. Yeah. Or or take it down from the inside. Yeah. <laughs> just, <laughs> <laughs> just you know, pull a pull a Fight Club. Um. Favorite food, least favorite, weirdest you've had. I I don't like this favorite food question because it's very contingent upon my mood. Yeah, I mean that's fair. Uh, I think well, <laughs> I discovered my all you can eat sushi place had a ceviche option, and that yeah. was like everything I wanted. It was just like fresh salmon, fresh tuna, fresh mackerel, uh, with like a nice oil and lemon kind of chilled. Oh, so fucking good. And that was like exactly what I wanted. Like I think salmon sashimi might be my favorite food. So like that up there was like perfect. Um, least favorite that I, I don't like raw tomatoes. I don't like like a slice mm. of tomato on my burger. I think it ruins it. Oh, uh, I love, I could eat a tomato like an I, apple. I don't fuck with tomatoes like that. I love tomato products. I like pito de gallo. Uh, that's about as close to like a raw tomato I'll eat, but it's like so different when it's dressed like that mm-hmm. with some citrus. Uh, but yeah, I don't know. I think a raw tomato just like ruins whatever it's on. It's just too big and wet, and the texture's fucked. 
Um, would I say it's my least favorite food? I, it's the closest thing I can think of right now. Yeah. Uh, and then in terms of weirdest food, um, I mean, I've had escargot. I've had like frog's legs. I really like frog's legs. Um, uh, my parents are coming down for the road kill cook-off you oh. should come <laughs> when is this <laughs> the end of september oh my god <laughs> yeah and we're definitely going to the everglades city seafood festival when is that in february okay cool it's just gonna be trashy and wonderful i mean that's a perfect time to go down to florida mm-hmm. so uh what is your an idea of your favorite least favorite and weirdest once once again this couldn't change based on my mood but i'd say my favorite food uh it usually it's like a ramen okay a good ramen i love a, a good ramen same um i'd say maybe my least favorite food is like a bad ramen <laughs> it swings <laughs> those are the scales both sides of the spectrum yeah because like a a really good ramen is like it can be orgasmic and then a um a, a really bad ramen can just make me want to like kill myself. <laughs> and what about <laughs> either that or like uh, I I don't like fried food. True. Everyone, this is well documented. I don't like it. Um, and weirdest. Um, I ate some weird stuff when I was living in China. Um, not weird. You know, just. <laughs> not american yeah. i guess um i mean yeah i feel like snails aren't even that weird uh we had chicken feet like pickled chicken feet oh um what else uh pregnant female crab interesting it's a delicacy um i did not like it and i love crabs so do with that what you will Aside from that, I feel like I've probably had more adventurous, but I'm not one of those people that, like, wants to eat bugs and stuff. Like, I don't know. I guess snails are kind of bugs, but yeah. that's different. Um, weirdest, yeah. I'd say maybe the, the pickled chicken feet were probably the Yeah, that sounds the weirdest. That's fair. Cause, yeah, the rest of them that I've had, I enjoyed. Yeah. Oh, I've had tripe, which some people may think is weird. I enjoy it. Hmm. I also really enjoy Scrapple, which I know a lot of people really hate. Really? I'm indifferent about it's it. It's basically just like a hot dog. Yeah, it's kind of... It's, <laughs> it's like Mitt Romney's favorite food. Yeah, I like it very thinly sliced, made in the pan, yeah. never fried, obviously. Um, yeah. Um, <laughs> that is my favorite meat. It's not my favorite meat, but I just had to had to do a callback. Yep. Uh, are you sad that Conan is gone? Um, A little bit. I, the barbarian like what wait what? no conan uh, oh. conan the late night host conan o'brien i didn't even know he went anywhere yeah like two <laughs> weeks ago i guess now his uh he did his last like late night show so he had, he had moved to tbs and then he moved from an hour to a half hour and he now has a podcast and he's going to be doing something on like hbo but He's like, so le- he never he didn't really go. Away. No, he's had his pod his podcast is like wildly they never successful. Do. But uh I mean I liked of the late night hosts. I mean I liked Letterman and stuff, but of the late night hosts, Conan was who I kind of attached to. Uh I went to one of his tapings once. It was a lot of fun. Um just a great host and like really made late night weird. And I think the best thing that may that like he did was he didn't fall into that weird like Trump era where like nothing was funny anymore 
He like just didn't yeah, get involved. Yeah, it had to be like somber because Orange Man. Yeah, like when Jimmy Kimmel be was like crying on fucking television, and uh, like uh, who's the other Seth? Uh, what the fuck's his name? Seth Meyers like became like the political show, and same with oh, yeah, uh, Colbert, it's and it's like everyone just had this weird self serious tilt. Oh my god, Colbert! Did you see his like pharmaceutical shill slash? shame the south south and middle america song no i it was bad yeah i don't subject myself to these things um but yeah conan just never took that bait and he just continued to be weird and continued to like not really reference it and just stayed the fuck out of it and because of that he was he continued to be funny and people just didn't look to him for a political opinion because why should they (laughs) and uh yeah it's it's uh yeah, I'm, I'm bummed he's gone. I, I liked him. I thought he was one of the best. He did for a long fucking time. Some look up like his old clips. Some of his his um he did a lot of remotes like early on. Look up like the Conan old timey baseball segment, and it's one of the funniest things ever recorded. It's so fucking good. Um, also his travel series was really really good. Uh, I think that's actually like on Netflix or HBO Go or something like that, but. The Conan, uh, Conan Without Borders, I think it was, was really good. Uh, so that's worth checking out. But yeah, his his stuff is just good. It's a bummer he's gone, but I think he... Parts unknown with Conan O'Brien. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he... Uh, <laughs> his Italy one is unbelievable. It's so fucking funny. But uh, yeah, I don't know. It was... Uh, I think he went out without like kind of bur- like burning out. You know what I mean? Yeah. He went out on top so to speak, yeah. without being, like, the a sad old very man. very few can do that. Um, do you have any other questions? We, I have others, but we're getting really close to two hours, yeah. so I think we should save them for next time, because they're actually good questions. Yeah, let's do that. Uh, you got any plugs this week? Um, I mean, you know, the usual. Follow me on Twitter. It's kind of, like, the only social media I'm active on right now. Um, at Byzantine Barbie. <laughs> um, if you care about ecom, you can follow my like account with my real name on it. Um, but uh, if not, yeah. I mean, the the biggest thing that I have to plug is this podcast. Nice. Which you're listening to right now. <laughs> Continue. Also, listening. I would like to plug. Um, uh, I wrote a foreword for a book. Oh. Um. Yeah, it's called a uh, cruel summer. <laughs> yeah, it's the second second edition. Uh, it, no, it's with you. Don't know him. Oh, okay. he does. He goes to another school. It's the cruel summer. The the oh. freeform show. <laughs> it's it's the cruel summer. Kanye West uh, <laughs> mixtape. Good music mixtape. Yeah, perfect. Um, yeah, no, I uh, I wrote as a forward for Dan's book, which he's gonna plug, but I just wanted to double plug it because. Oh my god, Charlie is like in the shadows staring at me and it's freaking yeah. me out. Um but yeah, the it, it's it's a good book. It's a good forward. Someone someone say it a is a little bit writing. It, it is the good book. It's the good news. I wouldn't go that far. I I got I'm I'm speaking of Kanye West, I'm a little mad that none of my tweets are ever appreciated. Mm. Uh, I tweeted out earlier. I love that also like once like Kim Kardashian has been dressing like trash lately and people keep throwing up that oh, Kanye I know. tweet from a few years ago where he was like, I have to dress Kim so she doesn't. Embarrass. I kind of like that look of her with the dress with the fucking <laughs> she, baseball hat. 
Just someone said she looked like she she couldn't afford a Sims expansion pack. <laughs> I I like a girl in a in a baseball cap. But um <laughs> because of that though I posted when did you discover Kanye West? For me it was Anchorman 2 and it did I got one like from like a bot. <laughs> I think I don't it's a, even know what that is. He has a cameo in the, in the Anchorman 2 <laughs> movie. <laughs> That's pretty good. And I I I'm so mad that it's unappreciated. Um yeah. But yeah, so sure he, cats out of the bag. Yeah. I wanted to announce this two weeks ago when I announced it on uh, on Instagram. But uh, I do have a new book. Uh, it is real. It exists in my in my very own hands as of this afternoon. Uh, it is called "I Still Feel It." I almost forgot it for a second. I still feel it. Uh, I'm super happy with it. I'm super proud of it. Uh, I've been working on it for a bit. Uh, it's photos from the last six plus months or so. I think on another podcast, maybe we can talk about it more in terms of like what went into it. Yeah. I'm supposed to have an interview about it this week, so I'll plug that when I get that done. But, um, yeah, it's a new book. It, I'm looking for most likely an early August release, hoping to do something local in maybe Jersey City, maybe also in we should do one in west virginia we can do a west virginia release party you gotta get the hype (laughs) flowing though before that'll happen (laughs) i i will uh i'll get some some pr get the hype machine pr on this fired up uh i'll book the hip-hop artist an air raid siren (laughs) dance book release sign it goes off every six months uh a new one's coming a new one all the all the villagers uh, so like, oh, this book ain't got no words. <laughs> it, it's got some words, but yes, Erica well, was very well, yeah. uh, was nice enough to provide uh, a very excellent piece uh, for the forward. That I think uh, it's my first time kind of utilizing any kind of text in my books, which I probably should have done earlier because it really sets the tone, it sets the context for the book, uh, and then standalone, mm-hmm. it's just a great piece of writing. So I thank you for that. But uh, yeah, it's thank a great uh, it's a collection of images regarding just kind of my place in in the world and and understanding the energy exchange between me and the world around me while also kind of tackling the idea of that photographs kind of take a very small window of the moment itself and how so much stuff happens around the periphery of the actual like frame so it's a bit woo woo uh it's definitely my most i was gonna say woo woo it's definitely probably my most conceptual work in terms of uh content which is why I think your forward puts it into the proper context. But super happy with it. Super proud of it. Super excited to fucking have a new book out. And uh, yeah, feels good to fucking talk about it. So uh, yeah, so that is up for pre-order now on my website, danbassini.com. Uh, if you pre-order it, I'm most likely going to throw in a little 4 by 6 print from the series as well. So a little incentive for you to do that. Um you can follow me at Dambassini on Twitter and Instagram. Uh, you can follow us both at A Nice Life Pod. <gasps> Dan. What? We didn't do other people's content. Oh, my God. All right. We'll do that after I we knew do it plugs. Felt it really, felt weird. We I just was rushed like, what's in. Happening? I was like, wow, it feels weird. Well, um, it feels like there should be something else Okay. Here. Well, I think that does it for our plugs. So, yeah, other people's content. What do you got? Uh, <laughs> I've just been in a weird spot lately. Um, so I have been listening to. Please don't laugh at me. Um, I've been listening to the Farrah Abraham Paul. record. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so, 
this is a true duality of man situation because I've been listening to an uh a, a record, an album, a compilation. I don't know. It's by the Choir of Beirut. <laughs> okay. And the album is called Orthodox Sacred Chant Byzantine Music. <laughs> You're really and it's really good. In a, in it's a spot. really good. <laughs> It's beautiful music. Listen to it. Okay. Uh, yeah, mine is a comedy special. It's Rory Scovel's new comedy special, and it's available for free on YouTube. It's called Live Without Fear. It could also be read as Live Without Fear. Uh, but it's a really good comedy special. He's a double on. Yeah, he's a very, I think, underrated comedian. He's like a comedian's comedian. But some of his shit is just so mm-hmm. funny and it's kind of avant-garde. I sent you that one, uh, the footage of him like drunk in that like Hilton lobby. Yeah. Where he just like. That was so weird with a and wi- so good. With a wireless microphone, he just goes up the elevator in the atrium of this hotel and just starts like knocking on people's doors <laughs> in the hotel until he gets <laughs> so in trouble. Good. But it's truly like there's no jokes. It's just him interacting with like how weird the situation is. And it's fucking genius so look up also like the rory scoville like hotel set it's, it's there there's two parts yeah. and it's from like 13 years it ago but truly good. fucking funny the the special is fantastic um and uh yeah there's a really weird b story to the special too regarding like the venue he's in uh that's really interesting so check it out i think that wraps it up nice little bow yeah i think it does uh, i got some some cherries that are waiting to be eaten yeah pre-order my fucking book maybe i'll take a walk get my steps in it's been so fucking hot I'm so pissed not down here yeah i'm gonna come down there do you want to hear something horrible horrible for you good for me right now it is um 71 degrees yeah it still feels like 88 here it says eighty percent humidity, which is a lot. Yeah, what's humidity here? It- uh, when I got home from the hip hop show the other night, it was fifty five. It's seventy four percent humidity here. It was it was one hundred and one degrees amazing. in the shade earlier, in my car. Ugh. It was miserable. All right, let's fucking wrap this. Up. <laughs> All right, we're really going out on a high note here. All right, everybody. Uh, finally, it, it, we we're back. Uh, I don't even know what number is this. Seventy nine, I think. Right. Uh, I'm Dan. <laughs> I'm Erica. <laughs> Have a we'll nice just life. Make this as long as we possibly can. Bye. <laughs> <laughs>